Hi, and welcome. This is The Conversation, a podcast airing viewpoints on the impact of artificial intelligence on business and society. The Conversation is presented by Interactions, a conversational AI company that builds intelligent virtual assistants capable of human-level communication and understanding. I'm your host, Jim Fries, Chief Marketing Officer at Interactions and a longtime tech enthusiast. Today, I'm thrilled to be here with an executive from a company that's applying AI in an industry that may surprise you, parking. His name is Elon Mosbacher, and he's the Senior Vice President of Strategy and Operations at Spot Hero, the largest digital parking company in North America. Elon, welcome to the conversation. Thanks so much. Great to be here and excited to chat. Great. We are too. We're very much looking forward to this. Uh, to start, can you tell us a little bit about your background in technology and in, more specifically your history with Spot Hero? Yeah, absolutely. So I have spent my entire career in technology startups. I have a background, educational background in finance, and I've been a marketing, business development, general management type leader in a handful of technology companies based in Chicago. Uh, joined Spot Hero after the seed round of funding when we had a website and we're selling discounted parking in Chicago and have had the pleasure of, of helping the company grow over almost seven years now into a national brand that helps tens of millions of, of drivers around the country find a place to park, pay for that parking, and get in and out of the garage with ease. Well, I live in Boston, so it sounds like I need to use uh, your product because uh, finding parking in Boston, if you've ever been here, uh, can, can be a real challenge. Yeah, absolutely. We were actually once at an industry conference, and there was a startup pitch competition judged by Mr. Wonderful or Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. And he also described parking in Boston as like as hell. He was like, yeah, parking in Boston's hell is terrible. Um, and so it's, it's, we try to make it a little easier. Yeah. Well, th- I mean, he, he actually, I think lives in Boston. I think that's, uh, yeah. that's his, his home. So, um, so, so let's dive a little more into the, the role technology has played in parking to date. Uh, I understand that, uh, spot hero has played a significant role in bringing parking garages online. Can you tell us a little bit, uh, more about, you know, how you've seen parking technology evolve over time? Sure. So I'll talk a little bit about Spot Hero, where we fit in the parking ecosystem and how, and, how, and how it's evolving. But Spot Hero is the largest marketplace to buy and sell parking in North America. And so we've played a really critical role in helping digitize the parking industry. Um, parking has been a bit slower to adopt modern technology. If you think about the way airlines or hotels or rental cars um, or grounds transportation companies have used technology, they've adopted it earlier. And so up until recently, it was very much a cash and paper type of business. Uh, The parking industry as a whole uh, globally is about a hundred billion dollar industry in the United States. Wow. uh, Where we sit now, it's 30 billion. So it's a a pretty sizable industry. Um, But still in our space today, 30% of all transactions are are cash or cash transactions. You know, what Spire has really done is we've built the digital layer to sit on top of those garages, uh, not only the apps that you see as a consumer, but integration into the hardware at the garage, the software at the garage, and all the back-end technologies required to to digitize the experience both for you as a driver and uh, for the parking asset owner and operator. Now, one of the biggest challenges is there's actually enough parking for all the cars, but the challenge is how to find the parking because it's often hidden below buildings um, and harder to find. So if you live on the outskirts of Boston, and you drive in into the city, 
Uh, you may have anxiety about where am I going to park or how much am I going to pay? And there usually is parking. It's just because it's not digitized, it's harder to find than a lot of things that we're used to, uh, you know, finding and buying on the internet. Yeah, interesting. So let's talk about a little bit more about how it's digitized. So your most recent innovation, I think your AI platform is uh, branded uh, Spot Hero IQ. I'd love to dig into that a little bit more. Can you talk a little bit about um, the introduction of AI and your platform in general into the parking industry and, and, and talk a little bit about how it actually works? Yeah, absolutely. So to do that, I'm going to talk a little bit about how our business worked prior to to Spot Hero IQ, and then we can talk about what the future looks like. But historically, a parking operator would give us inventory. They would say, here are all the spots in my garage or a subset of those spots, and we make it available for sale on our platform. Uh, drivers could go to our website, our mobile app, or use uh, buy parking through one of our partners who use our API, and very simply say, here's where I'm, where I'm going to go. Uh, we'd show the pricing they would buy, and upon arrival at the garage, you could get in and out of the garage via a variety of mechanisms, such as scanning your phone. One of the, you know, one of the things that's still pretty manual in the business is actually determining what the price of the parking should be. So, if you you can imagine, if you're uh, an operator of a garage, um, you have to figure out what 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 price you want to charge, and oftentimes that's done by simply you know, walking around the block and looking at what your competitors charge uh, and, and putting it up on a board. And it doesn't change very often. But the reality is that the supply and demand dynamics for parking change quite frequently. You know, a time like COVID is certainly a good example of that, where, where demand's way down. Uh, and so nobody's really built sophisticated tools to enable parking operators to determine what the market rate should be. And that's really where the idea of Spot Hero IQ came to be. Uh, what Spot Hero IQ does specifically is it takes all Spot Hero's proprietary demands data, 10 years of historical data on where and when and how people want to park. And it merges that with uh, other data that we have available, such as occupancy of the garage, uh, the drive up price of the garage, and eventually things like traffic and, and, and weather type data, um, and helps figure out what the pricing should be based on the level of demand and the level of inventory at the garage at any given time. Does it take into account, this is really interesting because it, working for, a, for an AI company, we know the importance of data and data models. It, you know, the, the, the models get better over time with, with more data, obviously. And I'm wondering if you take into account in your AI model, not just that garage, but other garages in the vicinity to kind of maximize that real-time supply and demand. Yeah, so we're in the process of rolling Spot Here IQ out. So when we, we started, literally started at one garage, and we would look at the demand for that rate, the radius around that garage, the occupancy of the garage, the pricing of that garage. So it started with just needing to optimize that. That was phase one. In phase two, we actually had to look at what we call the microclimate, which is that garage and the various garages around it, because as a driver, you could, you could choose from a handful of garages on a single block. And so now it's gotten to the point where we're, able to use that data to optimize the microclimate um, and to tell any given garage what the pricing should be based on demand in that area and based on on pricing at other garages as well. So it's, it's, it is getting more sophisticated. We are taking in more data points. And as it goes from you know, pilot in a handful of cities to, to more scale, um, you're going to be able to see that on the city level as well. 
Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And, and as you get more and more data, the, 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 the models will get better. How, how often do you update that pricing? Is it, you know, a, a daily basis? You know, how, what's the frequency of optimizing that supply and demand? Sure. So, so to give some context there, you know, most, many parking garages almost very rarely change their pricing. You know, maybe once a season, once a month, once a week, some do on a daily basis, but that's, that's more rare. Uh, and, and now we can update uh, every 15 minutes or so. And in theory, it could be even more frequent. It's just not necessary. Um, but we have, I mean, we've, if you think about the number of rate changes that can be made if it's happening every 15 minutes as opposed to, you know, every month, um, yeah. that creates a lot of, it, it creates two opportunities for, for the parking operator or asset owner creates opportunities to optimize revenue and, and, and do a better job of yield management. And for the driver, uh, make sure you're paying a fair market price because the last thing you want is to you know be running late to a meeting and get to a garage and, and find out it's sold out because the pricing was too low um, and on the other hand it feels really frustrating if you pay a lot of money for to park in a garage that's empty and so what we're really trying to do is is make sure that people are paying the market rate um, and, and what we found interestingly enough is that we're seeing um, operator parking operators make more money uh, and we're also seeing customers buy uh, what we call like a higher conversion rate, a higher frequency, because we're pricing the parking appropriately for what consumers want. Yeah, I'm just reflecting on some of my own experience where I'm, yeah, I live in Boston, I'm heading somewhere to meet some friends for dinner, and I often will look just online to see what the pricing is at, at um, um, parking garages close to the place I'm going perhaps for dinner, and I'll compare that with the cost of Real time, I'll go on to Uber and compare that with the cost of an Uber ride over and back. And whichever one, based on that, you know, my 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 analysis ends up being cheaper. I'll, I'll do. And it, it, this is getting. This really is pointing towards the, the the value of a product like this, where you know, uh, you know, I in many cases won't won't go for the parking because it's like, you know, for, for two hours it's like thirty bucks in an empty garage where. You know, an Uber ride back and forth might be sixteen bucks. So, the, the, what you're talking about just makes massive economic sense for for me as a consumer and for um, for the the operator as well. It's a brilliant idea. Thank you. I think that the, the trends we see there is, is is at least when I started in this business, uh, you know, the parking operators would tell me that they really thought of their competition as the garage across the street. And before all these new trends in mobility, like rideshare. Became, became more prevalent, that was the case. But now consumers have so many options, whether it's using an app to figure out how to use public transportation or rideshare or bikes or scooters, really there's, there's, there are many substitutes and attractive substitutes to parking. So giving uh, for the parking industry, these types of tools are critical. And on the consumer side, what we're seeing is, is, is journeys into the city are becoming more multimodal. So we're seeing people drive to the train and then take a train and then rideshare for them from the end of the train um, or drive to the outskirts of the city and then walk the rest of the way. And so, you know, having this data um, and having more transparency around pricing is really critical in the way that people want to live their life and get around their city uh, in the coming, you know, the years to come. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm curious as to when you were, 
uh, approach parking garages, do they understand kind of the value proposition? Do they get what you're trying to do? Is Are there challenges associated with getting them on board and then getting them implemented? So far, right? Again, we're, we're earlier in our rollout of this technology across the portfolio, uh, but everyone we approach is really excited about it, right? And, and we don't talk to parking operators about AI, right? Uh, yep. We talk to parking operators about how we're leveraging new cutting edge technologies to grow their business. And so we, we, we don't talk about the features and the technology, we talk about the benefits and the big business impact. And that seems to resonate well. Obviously, you know, different different operators are at different stages of the adoption curve. Um, there are some who are who are more forward thinking and, and some who are more cautious, depending on the type of their business and who they are. But generally speaking, the thought of leveraging cutting edge technology to automate, to make more money, to save time is is a really attractive value proposition. Yeah, that, that value proposition resonates very much with me. That's very similar to what we do uh, at Interactions. We we really try to focus on talking about the benefits of applying uh, our technology, which is based on conversational AI. But the what matters is is uh, the solution that's enabled by by the technology, not necessarily the the bits and bytes and functions and features. It's it's really um, what you can deliver in terms of concrete benefits. So uh, so you have a lot of pilots running across the country right now. What have the results been so far? Sure. So you know we we started this at a couple of garages, expanded to certain microclimates and and portfolios. Um, the results have been really impressive. Uh, so we actually started our first pilot was with a parking operator in Austin, Texas, who saw an eighty nine percent lift in revenue. There's really a lot of opportunity to improve the utilization of the garage when uh, pricing appropriately based on, again, supply, demand, dynamics, and, and the other data that we're able to include in our algorithms. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's a terrific benefit, right? To be able to talk about that level of increase in, uh, in revenue or lift in revenue, really, really compelling. Um, one last question for you. If you kind of take a step back, what do you think about, the, or what do you think the big picture is, long-term effect of, of artificial intelligence on the parking industry? So I think that where we're going is, Pretty simple. You know, as a consumer, if I want to drive into the city or go into the city, I want I want to know what all my options are. I want to know how long it's going to take. I want to know what the pricing is, uh, and the more accurate that is, the better it's going to be for me. Uh, as a parking operator, I want to I want to make money, and I want to use the latest greatest technology to get there. And so we believe that that Spot Here IQ is going to be the technology that, that helps make that happen. Uh, and what we'll, that will look like is eventually fast forward that we will have visibility into all the rates and all the occupancy and a whole bunch of other data for any given garage. And we'll be able to price it appropriately automatically such that, uh, again, operators will have the highest possible yield for, for the asset that they control and drivers will always know exactly where they're going to park and how much they're going to pay so they don't have to worry about those two things when they head into the city with their car. Uh, it sounds like a pretty good future to me for somebody who lives in a big city. So uh, thank you very much for for what you're doing. Uh, it's been great chatting with you. I really appreciate the time, Alon. On the next episode of The Conversation, 
We'll discuss how AI is and should be taught in schools with Professor Dave Turetsky, a research professor in the Computer Science Department at Carnegie Mellon University. This episode of The Conversation was recorded remotely and produced by Interactions, a Boston-based conversational AI company. Well, that's it for today's conversation. This is Jim Fries signing off. We'll see you next time.